You're listening to the Blue Family Tree Podcast. We're here to help you rob the pension bank. It's your host, coming to you from Colorado, Patrick Rice. Welcome back to this episode of the Blue Family Tree. Just like she said, our goal here is to keep you alive well into retirement. Take that pension bank for every last cent you can, and in order to do so, we give you a few things to think about that will help keep you alive and get you home safe at the end of every shift. Wow, this last fall's election season was one of a kind, wasn't it? it seems like every four years we turn our nation on its head and place everything in jeopardy, whether we like it or not. It's our way of taking part in our politicians and ensuring that nothing really gets done or becomes common practice. So I've decided to share my thoughts with you on policing moving forward with elections. The presidency clearly has a daily and lasting effect on our jobs in law enforcement. I preach to anyone who will listen that the government is important. And even if you do not utilize government services, you are directly impacted by the acts of our government every day. We are certainly that times a thousand, since we are the physical and visible arm of the government. The enforcement arm, no less. The part of the government that, scholastically speaking, the people have an argument that we should not exist, but logically speaking, could never really imagine a world without us. When they think politics, they think we're the Gestapo. When they think in terms of their loved ones being hurt or victimized, they think we're the neighborhood rescue. It's no secret to anyone on the job more than a month that what we do is grossly misunderstood by the masses, to include our local and national politicians. There are some who understand, even some who have donned a badge themselves before seeking office. But the amazing thing about ignorance is it rarely wishes to be corrected, and instead it demands that it's undeniably correct. Ever tried convincing someone that they ran the red light and caused the accident? Ever showed them the intersection video after they animately deny running the light? They still just don't believe it. In the case of ignorance on national conversations like local policing tactics, there is even a bigger dog in the fight. Ignorance is safeguarded by political motivation, and in this particular discussion, the evil element of our society. Career criminals are the world's best opportunists. They have joined with the movements to defund police, decriminalize certain offenses, and even reduce prison sentences because it's obviously in their best interest to do so. As we see continuing unrest across the country, and especially watch it grow in cities that have mutilated their police forces over the last year, this should become increasingly obvious. But ignorance doubles down. Our profession is intertwined with politics and at this time has been plunged even more into the center of them all. Now I try and respect everyone's position and leave politics aside, but we are about saving police lives and we cannot ignore a major facet of our jobs that is to claim that we are saving lives if we ignore politics. Having difficult and uncomfortable conversations is what we do. One candidate knows little about policing, but he also does not pretend to. He does not pass judgment on local policing incidents. Instead, he calls for the evidence to be presented in a timely manner and the appropriate enforcement action to be taken, if necessary, in order to quell civil unrest. The other one, who has won the election and taken over the presidency, 
He also knows little about policing, but allows that ignorance to bury its evil head and makes policy decisions from a position of a topic expert. This is concerning, and it should be concerning to all of us in law enforcement. Can the president actually have the power and authority to implement serious changes to political tactics that further jeopardize our safety and the safety of bystanders? Currently sitting in front of Congress is a bill that would take away military-grade equipment from police, but it doesn't define what military-grade equipment is. Are they talking about our vests? Are the academies going to start teaching that using lethal force when presented with a deadly threat can be just as effective in the leg or the arm as this president had suggested? That was a hard one to listen to. Are we potentially looking at a future America where police cameras are forbidden for courtroom testimony and only to serve to implicate us? Is that what Nancy Reagan intended when she brought in police cameras with the Mothers Against Drink driving platform? Policing is always growing and changing. Sometimes the change is positive and sometimes it's not. That pendulum will continue to swing from side to side as officers make new case law from less than ideal choices. And citizens are victimized in ways that we could not prevent using existing policing standards. What we want to avoid is the pendulum picking up any more speed, or if you will, gaining weight on one side so it swings further in one direction than it ever comes back to the other. So what's our role and how does it pertain to officer survival? It's truly the same as it has always been for many, but it needs to be that for all. We have an obligation to our citizens to be compassionate regardless of the neighborhood you work in. You are there for the people, not against the people. If you, in fact, are policing your beat to put people in jail, then you're doing it wrong. Police to support and protect the innocent, and the byproduct of that is putting the bad guys in jail. To many, it may look the same on paper, but you will treat your citizens different and they will notice that simple mindset shift. Love your populace. Fight for our community. It is your community, whether you live in it or not. You have sworn to protect it, and while it may not be words you uttered on the day you took your oath, you have sworn to love it. Treat the people in your jurisdiction like family, and remember that even most criminally minded amongst them may be a victim one day, and should be treated with all the respect any other victim would get. Just the same as if, when they pull a gun on you, they receive the same exact attention anyone else doing the same thing would get. We do not pass judgment, but we interpret and enforce laws. Never be personally upset with your offender that's in your back seat. Your job is simply to enforce laws passed by the masses. It does not matter who sits in the Oval Office, our jobs fundamentally remain the same, and we need to make a conscious effort to love and support the people affected by crime in our communities. By doing so, we can change the image of law enforcement, improve relationships with our communities, and ultimately save not only the lives of police, but offenders as well. There will always be criminals who are of the mindset they won't be taken alive, and currently I believe there are some who choose to fight to the death to further push this narrative against police. And then, some who are of the opinion that we may just be gun-shy enough under the current climate that they may have the upper hand. If we can improve relationships even with the criminal element, 
we can eliminate those last two categories and possibly even begin to impact the first. We may not always feel like it's our fault for where the nation is today, but it is largely on our shoulders to fix it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Blue Family Tree Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe for future episodes. You can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify, and of course, thebluefamilytree.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Remember, our primary mission is to provide families of fallen peace officers with a financial gift made up collectively from law enforcement families and close law enforcement supporters from around the country through small monthly donations. Learn how you can contribute to our collective gift at thebluefamilytree.org. And until next time, stay safe. You're listening to the Blue Family Tree Podcast.